Welcome back to Factory Sealed. It is July 5th, 2015. My name is Eric Peterson. Joining me today, Mr. Tom Reagan. Happy 4th of July for yesterday. Yay! <laughs> we would have recorded a yeah. show, but America was too busy celebrating its independence. We've got Jess oh, yeah. Clarkson. Who celebrated Canada Day. Just throwing that out there on Wednesday. Now, explain Ooh. to me... I know I asked you this over a text message, but I feel like I didn't get a decent response. And <laughs> pardon me if this sounds ignorant, but remember where I'm from. What <laughs> does Canada Day... Actually, no, let me rephrase that. What does Canada have to celebrate? When we got our constitution. But you Sad. still bend your knee to the queen so it's interesting because we obviously got like independence i want to say like we got our own constitution but we still have um oh what is it called but the queen we have a stand-in for the queen in canada basically and she's still no stunt double ah i'm gonna sound so (laughs) stupid because i can't remember it but basically someone like is representing the queen in Canada. And the queen is basically a figurehead and stuff here still. So like the queen. So she's a figurehead for a figurehead. Yeah, basically. So does that make her twice as worthless? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, that's kind of like the queen at this point is kind of like the vice president of the United States. Just doesn't do anything. (laughs) Uh, well no like less important than that nothing to do with our government but we still have like i don't know we still have commonwealthness within the country for show i guess explain to me i have a question regarding the queen and maybe tom is a better uh person to answer this so when we want to sign a new law or sign a new bill into law, it goes to the president's desk and he signs it. The queen does absolutely nothing with the government, does she? Like, does she uh, sign she anything doesn't. or does she like, hey, we're going to start doing this? As far as I'm aware, the only involvement the queen has is when a new government is formed. Uh, the government has to, like, they make it a big thing on the news. They get into a like a Mercedes and they drive to the palace and they have to ask the queen can I please form this majority government that has just come in from all of our voters? And the queen obviously just says yes, and that is her entire job. What if she said no? I know, right? I have no idea. Then they couldn't get back into their Mercedes. They'd have to get into a Mini and go to the bus stop. (laughs) That would throw such a spanner into the works, you know? So you guys can just form random governments whenever you want? No, we have the same thing. Like Every five years, there's a general election. And then the way... It works in the UK is a bit different. So um, the UK is broken up into constituencies, like different regions. Um, and then the, the regions are tallied up. And then the winning region is the government that's formed. But uh, you have to have a certain number of seats in parliament in order to take full control. This turned into a history so sometimes lesson you have real to, quick. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you have to join join forces with another government in order to make up the number. So there's coalitions and all this kind of stuff. So the the political system in the UK is actually really complicated and 
uh, it took me quite a while actually to get my head around it. So back um, to my original question to Jess. Yes. <laughs> what do you have to celebrate again? Our constitution. Shut up. <laughs> no freedom from anybody. Just a piece well, of paper. Like I feel like we took the high road out of this. You guys were all like, "Oh, independence! Let's just start a war." Whereas Canada yeah. chilled a little bit. We took it easy breezy, <laughs> and like I feel like we turned out okay. No, here's the thing: is that you guys saw. Actually, I think you guys realized you had no fucking chance. <laughs> and then you said, "Wait a minute, we're gonna ride these." bullet-filled, awesome golden coattails of the United States to semi-freedom. We'll give the illusion, and then... So you're getting the best of both worlds here, to be honest. A hundred years later. Like, we got our constitution in 1876. Yeah? Yeah. Took you guys a hundred years to make up your mind that you wanted to be free? You couldn't... Let's just point out that... We had Quebec, and that's where a lot of French people were that helped you out a lot yeah. in that war. I'm not going to dispute so, the yeah. fact that we Basically, owe a lot to Canada. the French. but And Canadians. Mm, <laughs> it's debatable. Either way, America. America. It's, it's America's weekend. Let's give them this one. And I did <laughs> next to nothing American yesterday. Not even the American shorts. No, so you know? my my uh, soon-to-be brother-in-law, Derek, he was the guy that was on our Final Fantasy uh, Eight podcast. That dude yeah. is quite literally the most patriotic person I have ever met. And that is absolutely no exaggeration. I mean, this guy will get so decked out in american flags he was they were at a they were at a party in minnesota yesterday and my sister sent me a picture of him he was in american flag shorts he was in his back to back world war champs cut off t-shirt he had taken <laughs> like 50 <laughs> yeah he had taken like 50 of those mini american flags took the sticks off of them sewn them together into like a sash that he was wearing he had american flag ball cap and the whole party, they're singing Toby Keith America songs, drinking Bud oh Light, or just getting, you know, oh enjoying God. freedom. Wow. Yeah. That's brutal. We, we do, um, certainly, I've been to America twice this year, and the, one of the first things I noticed was the flag just being... Everywhere. In, everywhere. Yeah. Just, and especially in New York City. Oh, it's just everywhere. Um, in the UK, like you just won't see flags anywhere. But where I am in Northern Ireland, which is part of the United Kingdom, there are Union Jacks everywhere. They're like very patriotic. Um, well, I suppose they it, also it, have. Well, the, that's very like historically touchy yeah. too. It's to do with yeah, because there's also the um, the flag um, of Ulster, like the red the red hand of Ulster, uh, which is like a very much a Northern Irish kind of Catholic. Uh, flag so there's a lot of like uh, certain neighborhoods are more heavy on one side of the or the other in terms of religion so it's a bit different but it is strange like coming still coming to the UK and then it's like it's got big differences in that way you know in levels of nationalism do you have flags outside like buildings like we have them outside of like schools universities not really Uh, not, not, not outside schools or universities that's for sure maybe 
I don't know, not even sporting events or anything. But we do have them at train stations like London, Waterloo and Victoria, like big, grand, royal train stations. Do you uh, guys sing a national it. anthem before your sporting events? Only if it's an international sporting event, not if it's a club. One of the first things I noticed, I went to watch the New York Islanders play the Buffalo Sabres, and somebody rolled out with a microphone and sung the uh, national anthem for USA, and everybody stood up and put their hand on their yeah. chest, and I, I couldn't believe what, what I was the seeing. The patriotism really in this country is really? no joke. Every yeah. sporting event, I, yeah. we will sing the national anthem, even down to the high school level. Really? Yeah. Wow. Before track meets, we would do mix. it before baseball games, basketball games, football games. Like high school games. Yeah. And then it's at college, it's in the major, it's everywhere. You just, for any reason for people to sing the national anthem, they'll do it. Wow. Yeah. And that's the only way like you will ever school. get that entire stadium to shut up for two minutes. And everybody shuts <laughs> but up. But you guys also do the like Pledge of Allegiance in school too, and that freaks me out a little bit. Why? Because it sounds so culty. Everyone saying the yeah. Pledge of Allegiance at once in like a monotone, I'm not thinking for myself type of voice. Well, we just got to make sure everybody is as patriotic as everyone else. <laughs> America, love it or leave it. <laughs> you don't like it, go home. Yeah. Go back where you came from. <laughs> oh, but Canada has really fucked up recently with the go, go back where you came from. Because we have a conservative majority government right now, so they can basically pass anything because they're the majority government. Nice. And they passed, it was like Bill 58 or C58, I don't know. But it's they've made second-class Canadian citizens. So to be a first-class Canadian citizen, you have to be have been born in this country as well as your parents had to have been born in this country. Oh. Whereas if you were born in another country, you have a citizenship of another country or you have the potential to get a citizen citizenship of another country, you're a second-class citizen and they can revoke your citizenship at any time if you... Um, do a crime if you're convicted of a criminal offense. Do they actually use the terminology second class? Yes, yes. So wow. my mom, because my mom was born in Scotland, I have the ability to get my British citizenship, which means that I'm now a second class citizen, even though I've lived here my entire life and was born in Canada. It's crazy. Whoa. It's supposed to be um, in order to like combat terrorism. So people who are coming from a very like intense country and coming here having citizenship they can take it back so they have to go back to their country but it's totally like unconstitutional it's insane there's a lot of crap like that happening i think joe rogan put it the best recently he said we are becoming a nation of sandy vaginas everybody gets offended over (laughs) absolutely everything i mean look at the whole confederate flag thing that's going on it's Everybody is so offended at the littlest thing, and we need to make sure we tiptoe around. You know what? Donald Trump made a stupid comment, but now everybody's pulling him off of their 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 shows, and countries aren't sending people to participate in his pageants. You know what? If someone has an opinion, they they have every right to speak it. You don't necessarily have to agree with it, but everybody's so freaking sensitive about everything these days. 
And by creating a whole thing of second-class citizens, that's a prime example of that. It's like, we're just going to try to get rid of terrorism. It's like, you know what? Let's just don't worry about it. I'm, I'm yeah. still, like, hung up on the Sandy, Sandy vagina. I've never heard that expression before. Well, could you imagine? <laughs> you as a woman, could you imagine anything worse? Like, yeah, that's really intense. Yeah. That's pretty <laughs> terrible. You know what I never explained? Yeah. What? Where Dan is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dan. Where is that guy? Dan is not here today. Um, he sent me a message, also a message, said he's helping his parents with something. So we shall cast on with very cryptic. Maybe they're making an American flag for you. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> I can't wait till Dan actually comes to the United States. We miss you, Dan. <laughs> Back. Come back. Come back. <laughs> so yeah, Fourth of July happened. It was kind of tame around here. There were a lot of fireworks and stuff. But I was driving to the store last night to get some wine, and I came around a corner, and this firework shot over the top of my car and exploded over the top of my car. And for oh a second, God. I couldn't figure out what the oh. hell it was. And then I started thinking about where we are in society with veterans and how shit like that could be super traumatic oh yeah because that's a huge hot button issue right now in 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 the news is just be aware of you know people with ptsd and veterans that live around you and you know what at first i was kind of like yeah it's just fireworks it's what we do but then you think about where they've been and the shit they've experienced and explosions and stuff and like the the mental images that could bring back yeah definitely uh, it's kind of ironic as well because they've been. It's a day that celebrates, you know, America, and they served for their country, kind of thing, you know. And they're just feeling the brunt of all these fireworks and stuff. Let's celebrate <laughs> by recreating too, explosions. Yeah, because <laughs> when you think of veterans too, like I typically think of like World War Two vets who are like old. Well, it's because you guys yeah. don't send of... anybody to fight. Oh, shut up. We have a highway dedicated to people who fuck. But (laughs) you don't really, like, pay attention to, like, I don't automatically assume that, like, someone young can be a war veteran, which is crazy. So I think that's... I've got buddies who served, like, two or three tours in Iraq. Really? Yeah, I went to middle school with them. Wow. Just a scrawny-ass little dude, and then I met him out in California. He's just huge. He was a Marine. It's crazy. Uh, so yeah, they had a few stories. Oh yeah, just a few. Um, we should probably talk about some video games, guys. Yeah, you and Dan, you played uh, Battletoads last night. We did, and you did. Oh boy, Battletoads! I've got a love hate relationship <laughs> with this game. Um, <laughs> we were trying originally to play the NES version, and. Yes. I worked for about a day and a half trying to figure out a way for Dan and I to play NES games online together. We figured out how to do Super Nintendo. We can do Genesis. We can do N64. But for some reason, the NES is too complex for modern internet Dang. to figure out. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, totally. <laughs> um, so we ended up settling for the Super Nintendo version of Battletoads in Battle Maniacs. 
And yeah, why if you if you could play the Genesis version, what made you go for Battletoads Battle Maniacs or whatever it was? Well, is the Genesis version just... just a straight up remake of the first? If yeah, you played it's, it, you it's, would know. Yeah, it's a port of the NES version. Are you serious? Um yeah. Um and they've done a couple of little bits like they've made it just a tad more uh bearable. <laughs> like it's not as hardcore as the NES version. Probably um, so that's why that's why I kind of prefer it because it's actually it's still challenging and it's really difficult. I actually did post up a video this morning of like me failing miserably at it um but uh it's you you can at least get to like four fourth or fifth level oh man compared to the nes version yeah so the um, battle toads and battle maniacs surprisingly isn't much different um it's it's interesting because as we were playing through it he and i were sitting there thinking like this looks an awful lot like the first game and it comprises six total stages, and every stage is a remix or a reimagining of a stage from the first game. So it's yeah. not an entirely new game, but the concept is a little different. And um, I guess I didn't realize this, but the three Battletoads, what are they, Rash, Pimple, and Zitz? Uh, I think that's the third one. Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, They're former computer rash. technicians, I guess. Did you? Yeah. Does that sound right? Yeah, that's right. Okay, and in this one, they are fighting to stop some evil Silas Volkmeyer and the Dark Queen from taking over the world. And they're not really taking over the real world; they're taking over a digital world. So they've the the, the Battle Toads have been invited to this big fortress in Tibet, where apparently they develop virtual reality and castles in that world. Um, apparently it's called, I think it was called trips, uh, total reality, something, something, something. I don't remember. Um, uh, <laughs> total reality integrated playing system, I think is what it was trips. Um, but mm-hmm. while they're, they're demoing it, this pig leaps out of the screen and kidnaps the CEO of that company. And one of the battle toads tries to help, but he gets knocked out, knocked out and captured as well. And then Volkmeyer. Uh, appears saying he wants to turn the real world into his own gamescape and gamescape is the name of the world within trips um so that's kind of the the setup for the story on this but uh the the first level kind of breaks out where it's your typical side scrolling beat em up and um man we struggled on that level the the video is almost to the point of embarrassing this game is just as rock hard as the first one (laughs) and uh i'm surprised by that but I'm surprised they didn't uh, ease it up a little bit, especially for the Super Nintendo. I'm kind of glad they um, didn't because yeah. I like it when a game is hard. But this game was hard for a lot of stupid reasons where the ground would just fall <laughs> out from underneath you. And Dan died three times in a row directly just walking into a pit. And you only start oh. you you only start with three lives and three continues. So you have a total of nine deaths and you waste a third of them in one screen and that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's what was so difficult about the NES version was, uh, like one attack would take away half your health or perhaps all of it and you'd lose a life and you have a total of three or four lives. And 
maybe one or maybe a couple of continues to add on and they're just uh just such high difficulty rate rating for that game um they had to ease it up a little bit for the genesis they did make it a little um, easier in the super nintendo one they gave you a lot more life and then they have tiered attacks yeah. so there's a level one attack and a level two hazard and all of the attacks okay. will um, take off a certain amount of health and then certain hazards will take off a certain amount of health but then there's boss levels that the 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 very first boss at the end of level one was this big giant rock pig and he jumps and when he lands he stuns himself but if he lands on you it takes away all of your health even if it's full and kills you and you have to attack him while he's stunned and he lands and takes up about a quarter of the screen when he lands so you have to be in just the right spot to not get hit we probably fought that thing 10 times before we finally beat it it's so hard i was watching oh you were watching us play i, I was watching it live yeah oh, when God. you were fighting him i was typing in the chat box oh i was, I was like you can do it lads you can do it <laughs> i didn't have that up um yeah it was uh, <laughs> it was rough it was really really rough um the second yeah. level that that we actually made it to the second level and do you remember the second level from the first game where you're falling down that pit and you have to fight things along the side Yes. Yeah. So they actually made that level harder by adding wooden tires <laughs> sticking out of the side. And if you touch them, you lose like half your health. And the margin for error is very small. <laughs> and then it gets to the point uh, where they're not just along the side. Then it does this whole Mega Man thing where you have to go down and then angle as you're going around them. And we made it through the first section and then Dan died and I died and we gave up. But then I decided, you know, what? I'm going to go back and play it again. And I made it through that level, and towards the bottom, the screen just starts screaming past, and you're just zigzagging down through this, trying to avoid these pyres with just a razor-thin margin of error. It's really, yeah. really difficult. That's crazy. It's classic, classic Battletoads. It's like timing and precision is everything. Yeah. And then you end up having to me memorize levels. I mean, I think, I guess Mega Man works like that. I've not really played a Mega Man game, I have to admit. Um, but it's, it's that kind of... Uh, even just like softly pressing jump just to kind of jump between a spike yeah. and a, a part of the wall, you know, like that kind of thing. And there's a lot of satisfaction out of that. It's like any difficult game, like even if you go as far forward now to the Souls games or Bloodborne perhaps, um, you know, these games are solid as hell, but you keep at it and then you, you know, you get used to it and then you actually get a better sense arguably of satisfaction when you complete it. Well, that's the one thing too that um, I actually really enjoy about these games is especially the Souls games and Bloodborne now, I guess we can add into that, is that sense of satisfaction. Uh, we've talked about this before, but there are, there are two ways a game can be difficult. And like the Souls games, I feel, are difficult for a good reason because it actually requires you to be a good game player and not they don't just throw yeah. more enemies at you and say, here you go, you've got five hit points and 10,000 enemies to beat, have fun. It's a different style yeah. of hard, and I appreciate that. Um, I feel like Battletoads kind of flirts that line of, okay, it's just hard for the sake of being hard, but it's not... It, like, Mega Man is hard because it requires a lot of precise timing and, 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 and strategy to it, and this game is right yeah. on that cusp for me. I don't yeah. think it's unfair, though. Like, it's not unfairly difficult where things just happen and you have no way to anticipate it yeah. or 
Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of patterns and you get into like, especially with the speeders, like you oh, develop the pattern as to what it's, what's going to happen. So you can kind of walk through that, but yeah. Which, uh, which version did you play Jess? Um, I played the, uh, second one. The, like I was supposed to. The second one. Oh, Battletoads oh, 2? Yeah. No. No, 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 no. The first one. Yeah. Oh, the Sega one. Yes. Got it. Yeah. Uh, that's the one that I want you, to, you and Dan to play because if you ever get around to it, because that's the reason I ch- like chose for us to play that game is because uh, I have memories of playing that with my brother like back in the day, like twenty years ago on, on the on the Mega Drive, and um, we always used to get to that third level, like the infamous Turbo Tunnel. <sighs> and when you're playing that thing on the co-op and you're kind of getting in each other's way, um, it's really like disorientating, very difficult, but it's it's so much fun at the same time. Uh, so I think it kind of tickles that itch of like this is tough, but we really want to like do this. And I think we, yeah, it was like a year ago or something. We decided to fire up Battletoads again, and we actually did it for the first time. You know, I couldn't do it when I was like seven years old. <laughs> they reimagined and, uh, that yeah, speeder it's... level for the Battletoads and Battle Maniacs, and let me tell you that level sucks because (laughs) i don't remember what they did in the nes version or how they did it in the sega version but you hop on the speeder you cross the starting gate and then there are two styles of barricades you have the ones you have to jump over and then the ones that you have to dodge either to the top or the bottom and yes before they show up on the screen they'll show up on the far right blinking and they'll blink maybe five times and then you know they're on the screen i died Four yep. times to the first barricade because I couldn't, I could not figure out the timing <laughs> for it. It was just like, okay, how many times? I'm too focused on how many times is it going to blink. So I'm trying to count it and then wham, slam into it. And then I discovered you can jump and move your speeder in front of it. So pretty much no matter when you jump, you can just push to the front of the screen. But then later in right, that level, yeah. they start doing precision timing where you have to jump and then land and jump again yeah. immediately. Yes. So yes, frustrating. Yes. And then towards it's, the end of that, it's just like bam, 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 bam. Yeah. Like, and yeah. Did you guys see the video I posted up? No. Where did I you post did. it? It's on. Uh, I tweeted it to you. It's on YouTube. Um, and I managed to do that tunnel level. It does get very fast at the end. Oh, God. You were like awesome at. Th- I was so impressed. <laughs> but I I did play that game as a kid, so I do have some memory with like how it goes there are some little bits you need to remember um the muscle memory of it yeah yeah but it, the nes version is harder i i can't do that it's um the blocks move much faster and also um when you the, when you jump on the genesis you float in the air you kind of hang a little bit so you can jump a little bit earlier a little bit late and you can still save yourself but on the nes it requires just that fine precision that is just very difficult to get. And I think checkpoints are few and far between. Holy cow. See, I found, like, I liked the the NES one better for the speeders jumping because I found okay. I died a couple of times because it was a little too lofty and I would not, I wasn't quick enough to hit the second jump where the NES one I liked better. But I found, like, the tunnel one, the NES one was a lot harder for me. Yeah, going down the tunnel, yeah. which is interesting. Uh, I'm watching your video oh, right okay. now, Tom, yeah. and I gotta say that this looks a lot harder than 
the Super Nintendo version because you've got those jumps that you have to. I never beat this the the tunnel level in the Super Nintendo one, so they could be there. But where you have to jump and then hit the jump. Uh yeah, that's tough. I I bailed on that a few times, and also they move the ramp from the middle to the side at times as well. Oh, yeah. So you have to get the shadow of your speeder in line with the ramp. Um, so yeah, it takes a bit of. It takes a bit of patience and a bit, a bit of time, but uh, yeah. This one's definitely got a lot it's... more of a cartoony look to it. Yeah. Then it looks in, in the art form is very different to the SNES. It looks a I lot think. like Earthworm Jim, especially mm-hmm. like the crows yeah, and stuff. Um, your toads look oh, smaller yeah. too. The Super Nintendo one, the toads are huge. Yeah, they look a bit out of proportion for the for the environment. I feel. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you thought the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they felt a um, little big. Um, geez. Yeah. So how far did you make it before you... Um, I made it to, I guess, like near halfway through the fourth level, which is wow. the, like the ice cavern, I think. Yeah, it's it's tough. I think there's like 11 or 12 levels total. I have no idea what the other uh, eight look like or whatever. Um, my brother got to the sixth level i think because it's a game very much of his generation like he had a mega drive as a 10 year old and he's like very much into those kind of games like precision timing and like muscle memory kind of thing uh anything more than like three buttons he's confused (laughs) (laughs) he would not be a good call of duty player yeah, he's kind of like, what's going on? Why are there bullets everywhere? Why am I dead? What's that? Why is that person talking to me? <laughs> I can online? picture your brother talking <laughs> exactly like that too. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's very inquisitive. Um, Why is this happening? Yeah, def- yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the turbo tunnel was just so. Did tough. they in but the it's... Genesis version add? Uh, bonus stages between levels two and three and then five and six oh i see i i don't know if they did but one thing i did find out linking onto that was um so during the turbo tunnel one of those pillars that you dodge it has like this little uh little white firework that appears at the bottom mm-hmm. and i always wondered what that was it's just this one little flurry of like particles and i always ignored it and then i uh watched someone else do the turbo tunnel on youtube and I noticed that if they collide with that pillar, which is halfway through the level, you actually skip two levels. You walk to the sixth level. What? Really? And I was like, and I was like, no. It's like a Mario <laughs> like, uh, whistle pipe. Yeah. That's crazy. And I was like, no way. Like, you skip like, the ice level, which is fucking hard. Yeah. Like, it's just so unforgiving. Like, random snowballs appear out of nowhere and hit you when, they're not, when there aren't even enemies. Huh. And like just giant blocks of ice fall from the uh, fall from the top, and of course it's ice, so your character's sliding around, and you have to avoid spikes and stuff. It's just uh, it's so difficult. But uh, yeah, I couldn't believe that that you could actually warp and skip levels. But I'm not sure about like just actual bonus levels the, as such. The bonus stages the in English? this are, I believe, there's only two, and they come between after you beat stage two and then after you beat stage five, but. They are levels where you're riding on this giant metallic hockey puck collecting or knocking down bowling pins to accrue a number. And 
Okay. As you knock down pins, obviously a red like one pin is one, but then they have these blue pins hidden within that are ten. Um, if you get hit by an enemy or a barrier or a steel bowling pin, you lose numbers. And basically, the way it works is that when you either die, the level's done, and they just take the number that you have right then and there. I don't know if the level continues; it just goes on forever, and it almost turns into an, uh, another speeder level where you are avoiding obstacles while trying to collect something else and the obstacles just start coming quicker and quicker and quicker and you have these mice that are riding on these pucks towards you and they don't give you a warning of when they're going to pop on the screen they just show up so you have to try to avoid them there and if you hit them there you lose Uh, you lose pins but um they're okay i mean they're not they're they're not super difficult but uh i just thought it was an interesting addition a bit of variation in the I feel like yeah. I've never, like, do they, I've never seen that. So do you have to have a certain amount of points? Because I just don't think I ever made that. I think it, I think it was something that they only added to the Battletoads and Battle Maniacs. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, um, how far did you get, Jess? Um, without save states, maybe, <laughs> like, to the second checkpoint, of the speeders. That's all the further I made it to. Oh. And then with a safe state, I got towards, like, right before the final checkpoint, before I gave up. So okay. I have to, I have, an, I have a, uh, a secret to admit. Um, I got so frustrated with this. Christy was in here watching me play it. She's like, oh, God, that looks just as hard as the original NES version. And I said, you know, it, it's just as rock hard. So I loaded up some... Uh, Game Genie cheats and threw them into the emulator. I still couldn't make it any further. I still made it just as far with Game Genie cheats as I did without. That's a well-balanced game right there. Just because for some reason they had infinite lives, but then the infinite lives didn't count when you were falling. So if you died by falling, you would still lose a life and there was another game genie cheat that apparently counteracted that but it didn't work so i had infinite lives as long as i didn't fall and if you remember all of level two is falling so if you die at all you lose lives (laughs) and then the whole speeder level the only way you can die is falling or you hit something so yeah i didn't make it very far the the difficulty spike in the game is very strange because the first two levels on the genesis they're not too difficult. They're actually pretty standard, what you'd expect when you start a new platform. Oh, yeah. Um, and the second level is actually um, every bird that, you've, uh, yeah, that you like. The, if you hit them enough times, you get an extra life. And there's like 25 birds on the whole level. So that's the, le- the whole level is engineered so that you can save up lives for the impending tunnel huh. where you are bound to lose at least 15 of those. I always knew that you could hit those birds and then collect their feather, which would give you a stronger attack. Yes. Yes, and it's a more accurate attack as well, for sure. What they did with the Uh, Super Nintendo version is you're coming down on this anti-grav platform, and they do have some hidden combos. So if you go along to the if you go along the side where all the birds are stacked up and you hold up and hit your attack, you'll actually kick your platform to the bottom of the screen and you can kill all the enemies along one side with one one yeah. shot. Yeah. They have that on the Genesis as well. You just kind of have to hug the side of the uh the side of the column or whatever and then you kind of turn to a ball. Oh yeah. And you push B and you just like swing. That's like a big like pendulum like boom. 
oh, yeah. take out everything in one hit. Yeah. So it's, it's, got, it's pretty cool. It's got like some extra little attacks and stuff. But Have you ever um, beaten the game? Like actually beaten it? Oh, no. I've, I've never even... I don't even know what the last few levels look like. Yeah. I, I kind of checked it out on YouTube just to see, but it looks it looks like it gets really uh, just... I don't even want to get there. Yeah. <laughs> it looks so hard. Yeah, I was reading about the ending um, to this game, and I actually I think it's pretty cool because there's two endings, and at the end you have to shoot your missiles uh, at what's his name Volt Voltmore Silent Volkmeyer or something like that, and if you miss, they get away, and that's the end of the game, and the the toads just stand there feeling dejected, like oh this is all a waste of time. And the other ones obviously <laughs> if you kill them, it's like woo we stopped them, but uh I don't know that. Is that on the Battle Maniacs one? Yeah, that's yeah. Um, I think on the other on the others you just fight the uh, is it the Queen or the whatever she the is? Dark Queen, yeah. The the Dark Queen, yeah. Yeah, you fight her. She's like, I watched a YouTube video of someone fighting the last boss, the Queen, and it's she's like eight foot tall or something. Oh Your toad is like miniature size, <laughs> and uh, people always talk about it being quite an anticlimax for the ending. I'm not sure how it ends exactly, but it's just kind of like it's 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 a kind of a sucky ending considering how difficult the game is. You know, you kind of expect something more. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't think I'll ever finish Battletoads. It's one of those games I'll come back to and see how far I can get. But it's kind of like the holy grail of beating yeah. games. If you can beat Battletoads, yeah, yeah you you're good. <laughs> yeah, I remember I had yeah, the, the crown or something. I think I still have the original Game Boy cartridge for Battletoads. And I, that's I, that's where yeah, I was I originally just... introduced to it, and that game, even on Game Boy, was friggin' rock hard. But it's a different <sighs> I game. Can't imagine it. It's not the exact same game as the NES one. It's the same box art, okay. same title as the original yeah. NES, but it's a different game. I wonder how I didn't know that. How it's I didn't different. Even know it was on Game, game Boy. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I was, was going to say, like, difficulty level would be the same. You're saying. Oh, it was so hard. I didn't. I didn't make it very far in the Game Boy version. I mean, it's still kind of the same. It's the same concept. Um, I'm trying to see how many they. Oh, it says it only has eight levels instead of thirteen. I I honestly had no idea how many levels Battle Toads has because I have not gotten past the third one. <laughs> they didn't. They kind of. Uh, this, this series kind of died. When's the last game that they yeah, made? I, I, I'm not sure. I think they, but I know that they're bringing out the um, NES slash Genesis version on the Rare Collection for Xbox One. That let me take a side uh, note there. That Rare Collection might be mm-hmm. the tipping point for me buying an Xbox One just for that game or just for that that yeah. collection. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking the same. It's it's really cool. I think there is like thirty games or something. Thirty games for thirty bucks. Thirty of the best. Yeah, nostalgic games of all time. Yeah, just thrown into one cartridge or one disc for thirty bucks. You're not going to get a better deal than yeah. that. I mean, I could buy an Xbox One and just play that and be totally happy. Yeah, fully satisfied. Oh, absolutely, it would justify that purchase. Um, there was a cartoon, yeah. a Battletoads cartoon in. Oh boy, the I, th- I want to say early nineties ish. Uh because they, not know they that. Um, oh. the the Ninja Turtles cartoon was really huge, and they kind of wanted to capitalize on that too. But it 
didn't make a full animated series. It only had uh, the only one to ever air was the pilot episode. So clearly the oh. the, the, the the plot for Battletoads <laughs> was, wasn't as good. The cartoon was too difficult to watch. <laughs> <laughs> they had random strobes everywhere. Just too many kids had seizures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just keep fucking it up for people. It can make the games too difficult, the card game <laughs> fucking difficult. Uh, let's just pull the plug, guys. Let's make Banjo Kazooie. Yes, <laughs> there was a the Battletoads actually appeared in a game last year. Do you guys know what it was? Oh, is it like I don't know? I'm going to say like Smash Brothers or something. No, it's a good guess though. They'd be awesome mm. in Smash Brothers. Yeah, imagine. Um... They appeared as a bonus boss in an indie game. Oh. Oh, um, Miami something? Miami Vice? What is that? Oh, Hotline Miami? Hotline Miami? Yes. No? I'll give you a hint. Kratos appeared as a special boss in the same game for the PlayStation version. They announced it at E3 Uh. last year. It, the game originally came out on the 3DS. Um, it was my game of the year last year. I don't pay attention to that. <laughs> Shovel Knight. Oh, the... They were a special boss in the Xbox version 1 of Shovel Knight. Oh, okay. Cool. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. I've never played Shovel Knight. Oh, Shovel Knight's great. Uh, that is the best $15 you can spend on an indie platform game. Is that on the PSN store? Yeah. I played it on the oh, okay, 3DS, cool. and I'm still tempted to pick it up again for... Uh, Do you PS4. know, it might be on sale. Uh, I'll have to check, because they've got a bunch of other games on the PSN that are for sale at the moment. Really? Like uh, Child of Light has got 40% off, and I've never played that, but it looks, <laughs> that looks like an interesting little game. I'm not sure what it's like. It's okay. <laughs> Maybe not. Um, and... Nino Kuni, which I never played. Get it! It's like four, it's like four pounds. Get it! That is the best. Is it worth my four pounds? Four pounds. Oh, dude, the game was worth 60 bucks. That game is great. Really? Okay. Even Ask Dan. That game is awesome. Even Ask Dan. Yeah. Can you we normally... just go back to how high pitch your voice went for Get a second? Get it! I think that was... <laughs> like that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Back from my show choir okay. days. Uh, I am sold. <laughs> oh god! You'll spend that game, <laughs> Tom. Is clearly is it's easily a seventy eighty hour game if you want it to be. Um, I oh, hit Jesus. forty hours into it, and I still haven't beaten it. But I hit forty hours, and I assumed I was kind of near in the end. So I told Dan, "Hey, without spoiling anything for me, how close am I to the end at this point?" And he goes, "You're once you get past that part, the game just opens up." And then there's just oh my God. tons of stuff to do. It's really, really cool. If you like the Studio Ghibli-style animation, you're going to freaking love this game. Yeah. Okay, well, what's the kind of gameplay like in terms of battle system? and It's a cross kind of between a traditional JRPG and Pokemon. Oh. Yeah. oh. So you're, you have random encounters where you can see the enemies and run into them. Um, and then within that, you're in kind of this this battle arena where you can move around and 
change your distance to the enemies, and then you choose your attacks kind of like a, a sub-menu-based JRPG, but then you can cast or you can call forth different characters or different enemies that you have in your arsenal. One of the characters has the ability to enchant your enemy. So any enemy you come across, you can essentially enchant and capture and have that in your arsenal as a character to fight for you. It's really complex and super deep. And then you can get, you can upgrade those different enemies and then you can morph them into new things. So if you've ever played the Dark Cloud series where you can synth your weapons, Mm. it's that, but with characters. So you can feed them different, like, cake or or different meats, and that increases different statistics. And then once you increase them far enough, you can morph them into one of two. You can go down this this tree of which way do you want them to go. And depending on which way you choose, they turn into different things. Mm, and cake. It's, <laughs> it's awesome because it reintroduces the old concept of the overworld map with all these little miniature towns to go explore. And the voice acting is top-notch. Uh, okay, awesome. It's, no, that sounds good. For, I think for four for pounds, four dollars, you'd be stupid not to at least try it. Yeah, um, that's fair enough. No, I'll give it a go. Yeah. Um, but back to Shovel Knight, you should also ooh. buy that too because that's a cross between. I read somewhere the the person that sold me on it before it even came out. They said it's a cross between uh, Mega Man, Ducktales. Super Mario Brothers 3 and Castlevania. It's all four of those games kind of mashed together and it works. And Goof Troop. No, 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 absolutely not Goof Troop. <laughs> that would be the antithesis well, okay. of this game. It'd be the antithesis <laughs> of any game. Oh, okay, Castlevania, DuckTales. So the, the, the uh, gameplay is very similar okay. to Mega Man and DuckTales. Like, the only part that comes in from DuckTales right. is you can bounce around on your shovel and then dig stuff up or hit things. But it's all like Mega Man gameplay. The levels are broken up like that with bosses at the end. Rock hard difficulty. It's the overworld map of Mario 3. And then it is the right. town system of Castlevania. It's great. It, oh, is, a, okay. it is an incredible game. <laughs> yeah. I highly, sound intense. highly recommend it. Um, I'll check it out. Anything else about Battletoads? No, just I. I would like good to. Good luck if you ever play it again. <laughs> I would like to. When are you going to be back in London today? Um, I'll be back at uh, nine half nine p.m. this evening. Um, so but we should play co-op co-op on Genesis yeah. version sometime. Yeah, if you we if you're going to be that. up for a while tonight, we could definitely do that. That'd be fun. I want to try the Genesis version. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I Ooh. think you should do before you play this? Is like the chalk that they use for uh, like lifting weights or gymnastics and stuff. <laughs> get that on your hand. Because I get so like anxious and like sweaty palms. I think that's a girl intense. thing because Christy does the same thing when she's playing. She's going through Donkey Kong Country Returns on the 3DS right now. And she get her hands get all sweaty and just really gets oh, into Oh, yeah. You have to take like a... Wipe your hands off, break. I feel like, though, if your hands good. sweat and you put chalk on them, it's just going to turn into, like, cake dough or, like, bread dough. <laughs> Although, uh, when I was doing the uh, the Turbo Tunnel level, I do actually, because I'm doing, like, a little commentary on the video, and I do put the pad down after, and it was, like, sweaty hands. Sweaty hands. 
you can like just hear me put the pad down. I'm like, yeah, pretty sweaty after that. <laughs> That's a sign of a good game. Do you find yeah. that you move too? Like I find I move my body if I'm going through like the speeder round in, as if that would help yeah. my controller actually get better. Like, oh, I used to do that. Those. I stopped doing that when I was eight. Yeah, I used to do that. Shut up. <laughs> I used to do it with like driving games with like the PlayStation controller. I'd actually like rotate the controller as if it was a steering wheel. But like it's been a while since Maybe I've that's gone back to that. where the whole motion controlled gaming came from. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Just watched people. Nintendo looked at it and was, they're on yeah. something. What if that actually <laughs> did something? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. Did you guys play anything else? No. Nothing. I played um, co-op Rayman Legends with my girlfriend. Um, it is such a good oh, game. Rayman Legends Seriously, is that awesome. is one of the best. Actually, no, I haven't, yeah. played, oh, okay. I haven't played Legends. I played Origins. Legends is more... It's more okay. of the same, but from what I've seen, it's a lot of like music stuff. Yeah, there is some music. There are a few music levels, but it, the great thing is, it's just such a mix-up. Like, you got uh, typical platform levels where you just have to help each other out and stuff, like co-op style, and also um, where you're like running away from fire and you know, like the kind of like rolling away from the running away from the boulder kind of scenes, um, and. Uh, it's really good fun because my girlfriend's not a gamer at all. Like she's like self-confessed really bad at games. And uh, if you die though, like if your partner dies, you know, the level doesn't restart or anything. You just have to basically jump into them and save them. So yeah. it's really good for her because she can carry on playing the game and it's no, it kind of removes the that is never broken element of can... frustration. Yeah, and like if there's a bit that she can't do, she can just kind of stay dead for a while while I just finish it, and then she can just come back to life when she's ready to like join in again. Um, and it's just really fun. I think it has, I think it actually has an origin section built in. Like it's quite a big game, huh. um, loads of levels and tons of features. And we picked it up for about fifteen pounds, and it was, it was a, it was a great. What were you one. playing yeah, that on PS3? Because uh, PS4, yeah. Yes, cool. have, oh, yeah, I feel really... like you could really screw your partner over with that. Like, here's the hard part. <laughs> I'm going to die. Good luck. Yeah, she did that. She's <laughs> like, she get like swamped by the fire. And basically, what happens when you when you get when you die on that game is you kind of swell up to look like a balloon, like a balloon berry kind of thing, and you can float around the level. And you just have to float into your partner to then come back to life. So she'd be floating along the top of the screen while I'm like dodging burning buildings and. <laughs> like cascading around rope bridges and avoiding like rocks and stuff like i'm fine don't worry about me i'll finish the level without you like could do with your end. help <laughs> yeah meet you at the end yeah she says that meet you at the end <laughs> um yeah but that's a that's a great game it's this absolute blast to play with somebody else um that's why we, we bought it because i just basically googled best co-op games ps4 and that was number one match so yeah because that's challenging yeah. too finding like a really good co-op game yeah oh do you know what i we bought um i couldn't believe this but my brother bought a playstation 3 just to play uh tech and tag tournament and uh so he's like oh yeah bring your controller around and we'll play Tekken because we used to play Tekken 3 all the time when we were like teenagers and then i brought my controller around and we loaded up Tekken, no versus mode no local versus, really online only yeah, and I was like, "Are you shitting me? This is a beat 'em up game, 
there's like nothing better than playing a beat em up game next to each other. Like it'd be like yeah. Mortal Kombat just, not having local two player. That's insane. Yeah, like, I just couldn't believe it. My brother was like, "Well, this is a piece of shit," and he bought his PlayStation to for us that to play. Sucks. Well, there's different Tekken games you could buy for that, isn't there? But that would be super disappointing, though. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's the it was the only Tekken game for the PS3 at the time and that was the one we wanted um, so then we just dragged out the Super Nintendo and played Street Fighter 2 Turbo and we were happy <laughs> <laughs> but it was just yeah, really bizarre that you could that they're starting to remove that feature of local uh, local multiplayer and uh, yeah sucks. I'm starting to realize yeah, that too um, I almost prefer if you're going to play multiplayer if you can have that person there with you take for example yeah. final fantasy 14 i understand it's an mmo but i hopped online to play with a buddy the other day and i was like this just this just really isn't the same yeah no it's it, it isn't is it it's like um the, the great thing with the the beat-em-up is then you can like it's, it's like that classic case of one of you kicking the other one's ass and He'll reach over and try and press the buttons for yeah. you, you know, like fuck up, fuck up your game, and like it's just a, it's just a hoot, you know, like and you can have beers and stuff, like it's just so much more social and and better, like I don't know. Because I grew up playing so, Mortal Kombat with my sister, and the, it, it was the yeah. same thing, just giving each other shit because she would only learn one move for Sub Zero, and I could not defeat it, <laughs> and it just came into this whole. There, there's that whole couch trash talking aspect to it, and. Yeah. Well, certain games totally, like totally. I understand are better played online, but I miss that that couch co-op. And that's kind of why I'm looking forward to down the road when my kids are old enough to sit and play games with them co-op. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, my sister would also like hit the restart if it wasn't going her way either. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. sorry, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> so true. Yeah, I remember um if you kicked or not like if even if you just tapped your foot on the Nintendo sixty four, it would freeze. Uh, you sound like you have a so defective we like sixty four. Yeah, I, well, I've never no. toe tapped the N sixty four, so I don't. Know. <laughs> yeah, this, the one the NES yeah, that I was playing with Kevin when I was up in Canada was so sensitive that if you were sitting on the floor and you shuffled a little bit, like just readjusted how you were sitting, it would restart the system or freeze it. <laughs> oh, so we were playing Mega no Man Two way. and got to Doctor Wily's castle, and somebody moved, and it just went and locked up. That sucks. That sucks, man. Yeah, yeah. I I think it was a bit of a forceful tap. You know, like you give it a good good little kick, and it would stop. Like it would just freeze. We play four player Perfect Dark or something, and it would just be like the music would still be playing, but everything is completely halted. Yeah. Huh. Good times. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get a chance to play anything else this week. I've been too engrossed with Final Fantasy fourteen and still trying to trudge through Legend of Dragoon. Oh, yeah. yeah. When are you guys doing a show oh, for that? God, I have no idea. <laughs> that game is, without ruining too much for the other show, that game is real hard to get into. It just does not have the same addictive qualities of a final fantasy game of which it's clearly yeah, trying to uh, emulate oh totally uh, i'm looking forward to your show about it because i would like to uh to chat to you about it 
because um, isn't it is an interesting have you have game. you played it it's it yeah i i got to the near the end of the fourth disc okay um and then i kind of stopped and i'm like every now and again i pick it up but it's it's getting a bit of a it's quite arduous you know getting oh, through it's it it's very arduous you um, can't level grind it's just a slow yeah oh you definitely trudge yeah. to the end it's like running a marathon with cement boots on yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it's a great way of describing it and i think it's just um i mean the the reason they just didn't do so well was the localization was so poor you know the writing some, is really bad some of the some of the script is just um you know it's like playing a uh a genesis game or something localized genesis yeah. game uh, yeah it's pretty pretty rough um an interesting one though for you guys to play can all be good no definitely can't <laughs> all be good but we will need to find something good to play next <laughs> yeah you should play trails of the sky i'm quite keen on playing that yeah i have I that right I now it's in my it's good. in my backlog to yeah. tackle during the summer lull um yeah i I picked up Final Fantasy X for the PS4 as well. Oh, that's... Uh, but I haven't played it yet. Have you played X before? But, uh, I played it on the PS2 when it came out, but I probably only got like 15 hours into it or oh, so. Oh, jeez, that game's so good. Um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to playing it all. I've totally forgotten it. I've really, like, I cannot remember anything that happens in that game. So um, I've got it on the shelf ready and waiting when I get around to it at some point at some point in life i'm still so tired and it's like 11 o'clock <laughs> in the morning yeah oh wow yesterday <laughs> i like slept until 10 30 i didn't get out of bed until 11 o'clock because we went to the bar the night before and like yeah. i'm old and like my like 11 o'clock bedtime and i was out until two o'clock it was terrible oh <laughs> uh, I didn't even. I just uh, had a cup of tea and went to bed at ten o'clock. That was that was That's my like event the best Saturday night. evening. <laughs> yeah, and I was I so know. irritated too because Andrew was out on Friday night, so I could have had the house to myself and just like hung out and played something and like be in pajamas. No, no, yeah. worst decision. When you when you playing um, Fallout? Yeah, yeah, I did, and then I kind of stopped. It's kind of like backburnered right now because I've been playing Fallout Three. Yeah. Oh, which... I, I I barely played Fallout Three. Um, yeah. Because we. I get back into it. Yeah, I bought another copy because our Fallout Three I lent to my future brother-in-law, who. I've been like, hey, can we get that game back if you're not playing it? I think he lost it. So I just bought a new, a used copy. And then I was playing like with, hanging out with Liberty Prime the other day, close to America Day. It was pretty good. Eric, I thought you'd be impressed with that. With Liberty Prime? In Fallout 3. I don't know what you're talking about. He's the big robot um, that you use to help um destroy the enclave oh but he's mm-hmm. hilarious with like youtube liberty prime and his like 
what he says is hilarious. Like it's always like democracy isn't a choice. Uh, um, something about like it, he was used to defeat Chinese army. So he's like better dead than red. Communism, <laughs> like it's so funny. It's like super, super America. America. <laughs> yeah. America. It's really good. Sneak wars. <laughs> Trainers. <laughs> oh, I've done. There's, I think it was New York Times or something on their website. They have a, where is your accent from, I guess, mm-hmm. in America. So based on like how you pronounce words, it'll tell you like very localized where you're from, I guess, um, which is really cool. Hmm. I got Seattle. I always get the Midwest. Yeah. Because that's where I'm from. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. We don't have any emails. I feel like those are kind of dying off. Oh, we did get a, re- a review on um, podbay.fm. Oh, yeah. yeah. What? Um, Podbay? Pod- yeah. Huh. Um, a guy just said he was like... Uh, uh, he was talking about Shadow Hearts for the PS2. Mm-hmm. Wondering, if, wondering if any of you guys have played it. I've played it before, back in the day. I do have it, but um, it's an interesting RPG. Shadow um, Hearts. Yeah. It's really cool, actually. Um, I'm, I've, I'd quite like to get back into it. I just brought my PS2 over to Ireland to, to live at my mum's place because we don't have a console here. And it's when we go back on holidays, it's nice to have something to play. Huh. Um, it looks but, cool. Yeah, it it is. It's a good. It's a good game. I'm not sure about what the one of them isn't very good. Like the, the second one or the third one, I can't remember which one. Um, I think one of them didn't get a Europe release because it just didn't do very well. Oh yeah. But the I first game, this. first game is worth a go for sure. Is there yeah. a giant cat in it? In one um, of the pictures, there's a giant cat, and I'm really excited. <laughs> oh, I think there is. It's been a while, but I, that does ring a bell you don't forget giant cats easily like 100 percent. i'm all over this now what yeah what kind of game is it it's a jrpg oh jesus i don't have time to take on another jrpg yeah it's one for the one for the library and to revisit some other time i think but... it's actually on sale on the psn right now it looks familiar oh cool i, d- I didn't even i don't think it's on psn for um for europe but it may well be for North America. You guys get more JRPGs than us. Yeah. For sure. We appreciate yeah. it. Ooh. <laughs> Speaking of reviews, <laughs> if you guys would be so kind as to pop on over to iTunes, drop us a review, we'd be greatly appreciative. I didn't realize we had unpaused, and I was like, oh my god, are we forging our own reviews now? Like, no. It's getting a little Voldemort Towers up in here. Why did you forge a review? <laughs> Didn't you? No, why would I? Because I was told to. What? <laughs> like, so on, like, I'm pretty sure I went on Alexia and forged stuff. Like, oh man. Oh, for I was Voldemort like Towers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, not Factory Seals. Oh, yeah. I remember being asked to do that and saying, no, not doing that. Yeah. I don't have as much more girls as you do, apparently. I guess not. I remember when Lord Voldemort interviewed me. God, that sucked. 
You remember that, don't you, Eric? Yeah. <laughs> what a turd. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, we definitely need some iTunes reviews. So, um, if and honest ones, you know, if you think we, you know, need to work on something or you have some suggestions, just put them in. I think we've taken all of our criticism and turned it into, you know, at least taken it to oh, heart yeah. and tried to change something. Um, yeah. What should we play next week, guys? I feel like uh, we should play a Game Boy game. Ooh. Are there any kart racing games on the Game Boy? Oh, like, you know what? We still have to do that. Let's do our kart racing episode for next week. Yeah. Let's make sure we're going to compare the following three games okay mario kart 64 boo diddy kong (laughs) diddy kong racing boo and crash team racing now i feel like yeah it's good because we all have our favorite (laughs) exactly and i think it's going to be great so here's here's the thing jess you've obviously played way more mario kart than any human probably should so therefore (laughs) You shouldn't play much Mario Kart this week. I'm de- yeah. Where you should really focus your attention, I'm going to say is Diddy Kong Racing. Diddy Kong. Because let let me give you in a, a short insight into my explanation for next week. Diddy Kong takes Mario Kart and makes it good with a storyline and dozens and dozens and dozens of different worlds and tracks. And an adventure mode and different vehicles, um, where Crash Team Racing takes Mario Kart and makes it harder. If that makes sense. It... Yeah. So I've I feel played. Like I'm uh, so using the hashtag Team Mario Kart. <laughs> I've played way too much Diddy Kong, so I'm going to play a lot more Crash Team to really gain an appreciation for that one. But those are the three that we're going to compare. Tom, which yeah. one? You've played mostly Crash Team, right? Crash Team Racing, yeah, that's the one I played to death okay. as a kid. Um, Diddy Kong, I've never played. Oh. And Mario Kart 64, yeah, <laughs> I've played it a bit. Um, but my thing with Mario Kart is just the fact that you can fall off the edge. <laughs> that's what I hate about it. You can't do that on Crash. So since See, Diddy I'm Kong, really good at falling off the edge. Diddy Kong <laughs> is probably the biggest of the three. So I'd say get a good amount really? of time into that one to appreciate it the most. Cause at the beginning it kind of chugs a little bit, but once you start getting into the, the, the better levels. Yeah. I feel like this is your bias talking as well. It is. It's totally my bias. I mean, you could try to talk mm-hmm. me into Mario Kart 64, but it's not going to happen. Yeah. So. I, I will play uh Diddy Kong. I'll focus on Diddy Kong. Make sure you play um, Mario Kart though too, it. so you can come into it and appreciate it. But yeah, th- those three games: uh, yeah. Diddy Kong, Mario okay. Kart, Crash Team. Next yes. week, sound good? Cool. Oh yeah. I don't think I have anything going on next Sunday. No, I don't. It's in a week and a half. Okay. Um, that's going to do it for the show this week. Unless you guys have anything else you want to chatter on about. No, I'm good. No, you're good. I'm good. All right. If you yeah. want to send us an email, factorysealed at manatank.com, or you can uh, find us on our Facebook page or Twitter. Jess, where can we find you on Twitter? At I am a Jess. 
Tom. At Hyperjelly. Oh, switched it Ooh. up. I thought yeah. Hyperjelly was your pseudo business one. It's the business one is hyper underscore jelly. Ooh, <laughs> look at this yeah. guy. But I'm just going for the hyper jelly. That's the one to follow if you want to hear my thoughts on bullshit. All right. Um, <laughs> I'll plug Dan since he would appreciate that. You can find Dan at Frosted Sloth. You can find me at Honest Pizza. That's going to do it for this week. We will see you all next week. Next week.